Hey, everybody. I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins. And together, each and every Wednesday afternoon, you'll find us on YouTube live. Cracking beers. Clicking names. Cheers, Quag. <laughs> Cheers. This week, we're cracking beers for the first round of the playoffs. This is the uh, FedEx Cup, FedEx St. Jude, FedEx FedEx. FedEx, FedEx. Everything's FedEx. So just yeah, get ready to get pounded in the head with FedEx. Yeah. St. Jude Championship. They should just lead with St. Jude. My God, is FedEx donating a, some money to St. Jude? At least, I would hope. They're donating a lot of money to have their name. FedEx, 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 FedEx. FedEx. <laughs> yes, uh, but I will also be donating money. I've got people that subscribe to this channel, Eric. There are six total names I was able to discover. Nice. I'm one. Can you of imagine? Them. You were offered the chance to win $100 and you didn't even do it. Here's Jish. Jish is on the driving range, maybe, or the golf course. Josh, thank you for coming. Uh, I've got this drawing to do. We've got, we ended up with like 20 odd, 28 subscribers. Yeah. Hey, breaking up. I'll leave them out for a second. <laughs> I'll just do this real quick. Uh, there are ending up uh, eight, no, six names that I was able to discover because I said that if you're not public, I can't find you. So I was going to spin for a winner. Should we do that? Yeah. For $100 or Quagnus, should I just give every one of the, these six people $16 and 66 cents? It seems more exciting to give one person a hundred bucks, but yeah, I don't know. What, what was your plan? My plan was just to let these people DM me and uh, say, hey, I'm one of the six people. Send me $16.66. <laughs> Playing right. a couple of GPPs on me. Yeah. Because, I mean, $100 to one person, it's like kind of strange since only six people did it. I was hoping to pay a little bit more or, you know, pay for more subscribers. But with that $100, we only ended up with 28 So, okay, if you're Brent, Starford's dad, Ryan, Paul, Tommy, or Smoky Orange. Hit me up, dude. You guys all won $16.66. Congratulations. <laughs> Continue to subscribe to the channel. This is a new channel, so I would really appreciate it if you did subscribe. Josh, did we lose you? No, his audio is effed, he says. Yep. So, uh, Josh is normally here with us, cracking beers, clicking names, but he's out on the golf course. It's a great day to be out golfing. There's only so many days left in Minnesota that you can golf for Don't the year. Don't <laughs> so, yeah, he's got to get out there. All right, so uh, next week we've got a special guest potentially for the second round of the playoffs, so stay tuned for that. Again, like and subscribe, hit that little bell, get the notifications, come back to the channel, enjoy all of the fun that we have here, including what is the first segment of the day. It's the five free squares. It is sponsored by NoonAndGolfCo.com. We have fun because we know – Things, you know, on DraftKings are a little bit weird every week, but uh, you, know, you want to narrow things down. You want to make your decisions easier. And when you log into DraftKings and you see the names that just pop right out to you, especially last week, Denny McCarthy, so underpriced, you got to click them. They're free squares. And what happened? And poor Denny. He did suck really badly. Uh, 34% owned Danny McCarthy was underpriced dramatically. So I did listen to a couple things this week and they said that they would, someone would still go back to Denny at that price, at that place, at that time. So I feel like it's wow. a good click, even if they sucked at 34%. <laughs> mm. Wow. 
Okay, so then um, we got five, four, maybe whatever rhymes with free squares. Uh, question for you, Quagnus. Mm-hmm. Can someone over $12,000 be considered a free square? Well, I think looking back on Scotty Schleffer, you know, what I, <laughs> one thing I, <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, what? maybe he's Scotty's the first free square of the week. He's yeah. 12-1. What did you say? What were you going to say? Because you claimed <laughs> it. It's, I think it's a matter of was he in all the winning GPP lineups over this stretch that he had where he wasn't doing anything worse than a, a, a fifth place? You know, it was a fifth place, it was a third place, it was a second, it was a whatever, it was a fourth, it was a third, it was a third, it was a third, it was a third, it was a second, it was a fifth, and then last week or not, last time he played it was a 23rd. So, like, terrible. Yeah, terrible, just awful stuff, you know, from, from well, from actually, our guy I invited. Uh, Eric Darbo, Sweet Spot DFS, he does review the GPP winning lineups each week. He goes over the past winning and optimal lineups on his YouTube channel, Sweet Spot DFS, and actually didn't get a chance to watch last week's reflection show. I don't think he was in there, or I mean, uh, the you know, the last few months. I don't know how often he's in there, to be honest. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I could see that because, you know, there's other guys getting third and fourth and fifth. And he's expensive. And he's expensive as hell. So it's it depends. It well, we've talked about this over the years. It depends on what contest you know scam you're playing on DraftKings. Yeah. You know, so you have to make that decision. I mean, we're, we mostly talk about our league, which I'm going to use him in league this week because I think that there's some. I think there's some people that we can lean on that are in the six K range, which you have to do with a guy that's at twelve point one K. Okay, so yeah, and with the 70 man no cut field, you can reach up to the tippity tip top. You can go to 12,000 and feel good about it because you do have that four free rounds that you know you know you're gonna get, at least you hope. Uh, but then so then someone over 11k could they be the first free square? Because I do like Rory and Rom as well. I mean, but a free square at eleven thousand dollars that doesn't feel free, feels expensive. Well, and this is what I've tried to argue with you on the pod, and really we don't spend any other time talking about it, so it's fun that we do it now, is that we really haven't defined what the hell a free square even means. I've always thought that like somebody in the 7K range that you think could pop or at least make the cut and do well and has upside, that seems like the definition of a free square. But you you seem to always, you know, oh, Scott Shuffer's a free square this week at his absorbent price you know it's like no 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 um <laughs> i just wanted to talk about the big three the top three I know, the ones I know. first off the gate because i mean they are all basically free squares if you want to argue it uh they've had great seasons they're they feel like more than heads and maybe shoulders above hovland and scheffler there uh and shoffley excuse me in the 10k range so i didn't reach to them as a first free square the first free square for the week came in the 90s uh at 9700 that's Tyrrell hat that seems like a first free square uh we have been using my criteria of what i price players at and then how they come out now i know that's a little bit of a not scientific way to look at things but i do predict the pricing on sunday nights i'm typically uh you know throwing things out there to get a reaction uh i did have hatton as the second or the you know the next guy outside of the big three so i had him at 10-2 I kind of wasn't sure if they would go super soft on the pricing. So I thought they would, I thought they'd be fair to us and be friendly and, and leave us with, you know, 10, nine for the top price guy, but that they've pushed things into the 12 K range this week, which does throw things off a little bit, but ultimately I like that hat and price at $9,700. He has had one of the best seasons overall. 
do you like $9,700 Hatton as the first free square, Quag? You know, he comes in at 24th in my model, which is a very simple model that I've been using all year long. I, I oh. waited 60% strokes gain total of your recent form, which I've been doing anywhere between like the last month or last 24 rounds. And then I do 40% weighted uh uh, course history and his course history is not great and if you look like last year for instance he uh he made the well there was no cut last year he uh position was 31st and it was all gained with the putter so that concerns me a little bit okay yeah i guess so there's been a couple other times where they've played this course it was a wgc at one point he had a top 20 so i don't know i'm okay with that i, I think he's a different guy too i think he has been able to rely on the putter and it's not been uh tweaking his brain and then causing other parts of his game to be sure. problematic um no uh i do predict the pricing like i said i think that uh yeah, just based on the fact that you can get him at 9,700, it feels good. You could pair him with one of those 10K guys and just get on your way. So let's do that. Let's pair him with the top price guy and let's get on our way. Let's go to the 8K range for the next free square. The next free square is $8,500. It's Owendum Clark. Hmm. How is this the case? This is still a disrespect for Wyndham Clark. I actually thought Wyndham Clark, I priced him at uh, 9,600. So he's $1,100 less than I thought he would come in at and the the fact that i had him at 96 and i didn't get any outrage on that price on twitter either made me think that i had a decent price or quagness i'm wondering are people not responding to me on twitter because my prices are just so accurate or is it because they think i'm a clown yeah they might yeah they definitely think you're a clown and you're probably <laughs> massively muted <laughs> i don't understand that though because i end up like, I don't really go out of my way to comment on it. I do, you know, pester the few people that I pester on Twitter. But at the same time, I want your comments. I want to hear your feedback on the pricing or on my uh, narratives or anything. Just make me feel like uh, it's worth doing. Sometimes it's like, oh, God, is this a waste of my time? It might be a waste of my time. If you're enjoying the things that I do on Twitter, comment, like, or whatever, retweet. It goes a long way. feels like um, right now I'm just kind of not – it's hard to float in the middle, I should say, because on Twitter, I'm not necessarily a tout. I'm kind of a realtor and I'm not I am a content creator. I like to make content, but I'm not an expert either. And I'm not a stat nerd, so I can't just hide behind stats. I'm not a big spreadsheet guy, so I can't just say, here's my spreadsheet and here's what it's picking. And then I, you know, I have gone out of my way to make sure that people don't know or know me as not expert. Um. What also doesn't help me, Quagnus, I've learned, is that I'm not a scammer and uh, I don't need to sell a product. So then there's not other scammers and sellers of products trying to help me scratch their back to scratch their back, to scratch my back. So I feel like that I fall in this middle of like, oh, he's like a fan of those products, but he provides his own content. But how good could that content be? And I'm also wondering if my the content that I'm producing, it probably isn't needed and I know that it's not needed. So then I stopped producing that kind of content and I produce more fun kind of content, but then that's not as respected in the cool, uh, you know, Twitter world of the most important people out there. Cause they go, Oh, he's just doing this fun stuff. He's not a real respected tout. He doesn't know what he's talking about, but yet I watch as much golf as everyone else. And I bet, and I do the same amounts on betting and $5 here, $5 there. But yet my $5 is seen as lame and not cool, but other people's $5 is just fine. So it's a vicious cycle out there floating in the middle quag. 
I can help you right now. And and, and it's very simple. <laughs> Pay for a check mark. Oh. oh, I have learned that that does build instant credibility. Yeah. So no, I did actually uh, text with somebody the other day that you can buy a check mark and then hide the check mark. Did what? you learn that? Yeah, have you heard that? No. But, no, either way, uh, Wyndham Clark's probably the fourth or third best player on tour this season. I'd put Rom and I'd put Scheffler ahead of Clark. And I, it's hard to argue maybe if Rory deserves to be ahead on that power rankings. But right now I got Clark as the maybe third or fourth best player on tour this whole season, fifth overall in the FedEx Cup standing. And Clark is at whatever he is, 8,500. Click that in. Upper E square. Sorry for the rant. Oh, it's a good rant. Okay, cool. $8,100 is our next free square at Sam Burns. You love Sam Burns. I do, and I like him for a reason because he wins a lot. He's won five times on tour, and since this, uh, this season he's had a little bit of an up-and-down season, so I could see why potentially he's squeezed down here. Same with Cameron Young. <laughs> if I, if you were in a coma, Quagnus, on January 1st of 2023, and you woke up today, August 9th, and I told you that – Look at those names ahead of Cameron Young. It wouldn't have. I mean, this is just crazy to me. And Sam Burns, it's like Harmon and Adeki and Fitzpatrick and Finau and Homa and Jason Day. Are you joking me? Jason Day might, should be the the least owned at eighty nine hundred. Either way, I would. You would. Would you wake up wondering where the hell you were in this? What universe you can get uh, Sam Burns at eighty one hundred ahead of Brian Harmon? The Brian Harmon for sure. Some of those other names I could see a little bit. I mean, Finau okay. always gets his you know bump just because he's. His name, yeah, the Jason Day. But I mean, we know Jason Day's been rounding form. But yeah, no, it's it's that is a really good price actually for a guy it's a good price, Quagnus, because they're on Bermuda. Bermuda it, Burns. Bermuda Burns. Burns. Thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth, and you know what he did. <laughs> he one point at, he played this course at a WGC two years ago and finished runner up. So we got the runner up at a G, WGC just a few years ago at this course, eighty one hundred. Click him in. Pair him with Clark, compare him with Hatton, and you're on your way. So here we go. I got more free squares presented by our friends at noonandgolfco.com. Thank you for whoever made the purchase last week. I got a ping. It says somebody nice. used our promo code, so that's awesome. So that's working. FGP yeah. gets you 10% off. $7,300, Quagnus. This is your free square, your click, JT Poston. Absolutely. How do you not click JT Poston at $7,300? This is the guy that's played really consistently over the last month or so. Loves this type of grass in this area of this uh, world, right? He does. Uh, what do you got? 20th last year, mostly based on the putter. But, I mean, we're looking at we're looking at a guy that's, like you said, starting at the beginning of July. Uh, everything's been nothing worse than a seventh other than a 41st. It's, that's crazy. And we don't even know what happened at the open because we don't have the stats to back it up. Right. So do, do we have stats from the open? It's not on uh, uh Moose's site here, but, stats. but yeah, stats. Exactly. What do we need those for? But no, it's, it's, this is good. This is, this is really good. I like JT $7,300. This guy's coming off a second and a seventh. He backed door to seventh. He was not supposed to get seventh last week at the window. And he did. Uh, and it wasn't, and it wasn't on the putter. If you read the note on on DraftKings, which you know, I don't know how much people do, but they made note of that. It's like, no, he, he didn't gain a million strokes putting because he's usually a, a really good putter. He's hmm. gained an approach. Okay, in the last couple of weeks. So I, I don't know. I think that's a good, a, a good thing, and uh, you know, doesn't have an awful record. 
at this course, according to my according to my model. He's uh, what is he? At ninth in my model, so I like. Yeah, him. he's had a twentieth at this course. He's had a thirtieth and an eighteenth, and he's yeah. one of the one of the most consistent green square guys on uh, SmartGolfBets.com, where you can look at the recent form and you can see he's at the seventh, the second, the forty-first, the sixth, the sixth. So in the last five weeks, it's he's played. I think the most out of anybody in the last five weeks, but that could be a good thing. He could yeah. be fine. He's young. Okay. Also, JT Poston is all $7,300 and he is a free square. So is Steven Yeager. He's $7,300. He's the next free square. If Josh Bennett was here, he would tell us that you need to click Yeager at 7,300. Cash game Yag. <laughs> God. Is that dumb? Because, dude, it's totally so right. consistent. I mean, he doesn't miss a cut. He's finishing top 30s, and he's, like, making lots of birdies. And, uh, I don't know, feels very, very fair. What did I price Jaeger bombs at? I had him at 77. So I had Poston at 78 and Jaeger at 77. So we're saving some money playing with those names. So if you want to click those five, it, or, uh, you pair that all together and get $9,100 left and have free score Fleetwood. That's your cash game lineup right there. Is that, are you playing cash this week? On a no cut well, event? I was going to ask you, you might almost have to play cash in our league because we've made it to the playoffs in our league where there's 12 teams remaining and you have to advance the top six, make it to next week's round two. So you are playing cash for that. So maybe this would be a good lineup, actually. Shit. Should I play this in league? I mean, I'm going to be playing against you, trying to get into that top six. So I don't know. You're going. You might have to. You might want to scrub. Not well. You do don't it. need to do that because you can go into the six K range and you can play with the names there and get free squares there. Because I got one more free square. Fifth free square of the week is Eric Cole. It's sixty nine hundred dollars. Eric Cole could potentially be your rookie of the year, Quagnus. Did you know that six rookies made it into the top seventy? Wow, and Eric Cole's one of them. Eric's one of the six. T- Taylor, Tyler, Tom, Timmy, Mount, Monty, Monty, Mound, Mondi. <laughs> He's had the most top tens out of the rookies. He's had four top tens. Cole, Dietrich, Stevens, and Norman have had three top tens. Norman, your only rookie winner to make it into the top 70. You've got Ben Griffin. He's uh, also in the top 70. He had one top 10. Hmm. The reason I say maybe you don't want to go to Cole and maybe you want to use that cash game where you end on the $7,300 Jaeger post and clicks is because Cole has been riding the putter. Is that I concerning? I, I, I noticed that too. Um, I mean, like we're, we're talking about it's every week now. So maybe this is just who he is. He's the new Denny McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, right. God. I mean, but he, you know, even one week when he, uh, at the John Deere, he actually lost strokes putting back in early July. Oh. Uh, and he still made the cut. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, these guys get it done in all sorts of different exactly. ways. Exactly, put yeah, the ball right. in the hole, yeah, yeah right? Exactly. But but you're right, though. The, the putting has been a tremendous asset to him, and we've basically only embraced one stat, We and we think that, and you'd agree with this, I think, that – yeah. The putter is is the one thing. It's like, wow, if they're putting too good, we learned the hard way. Remember, Joel was, Damon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You learned the like, hard Joel Damon way. cannot be stopped. He's on this incredible <laughs> tear. Like twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. Yeah, and we we're and we, I don't even know if we had fantasy national at that point in time. And someone else informed us like his putting statistics are so good right now. He's relying so much on the putter. I'm like, great. 
Who cares? What do you mean? Yeah. Maybe the irons will turn around and it's like, that's not how it works. No. The irons would go very more consistent than the putter. So, okay. There are other names in the 6K range that if you want to get risky and you want to click down here, you can. It's a 70-man no-cut event, so this is possible to go after guys like Andrew Putnam at $6,400. I like him playing decently recently. Um, or you could go to Montgomery, but he's played a little inconsistent, so I'm not so much in love with that name. But I wanted to ask you another question, Quagnus. Can a free square be the min price? That seems risky, but it's typically, not. Typically, typically in any other situation, maybe, but not. I mean, this week, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. We're, we're, talking I think... about, we're talking about a no-cut event here. So who, who are you talking here? I got to guess. It's Sam Ryder. Man, yeah. Memphis, Have you seen it? Ryder's form? Okay. Ryder's catching bad. it. Ryder does get hot. We know this. Uh, these players, they have kind of tendencies. And Quagnus and I have been doing a podcast together for oh, five yeah. years and playing DraftKings for 10 or 8, at least 10. Yeah. I think it's been 12 years since we since we played DraftKings. Either way, we've been following Ryder guy type of guy at 6000 That feels really fair. What did I price him at? I'm at sixty four hundred, so we're catching a little four hundred dollars of savings, in my opinion. What did I have Putnam at? I had Putnam at eight sixty eight hundred. This is where I'm coming up with these free squares. So you got Ryder at six thousand. Go for it. So that's kind of what I did for my GPP lineup. I used Rom, Hatton, Clark, and Burns, and then I used Putnam and Ryder potentially. So you, guys, so I can play around a little bit. But that's yeah, kind of what that. I was thinking for a huh. GPP where you got Putnam and Ryder paired with Rom and Hatton and the Clark and Burns. Like that feels super good and kind of risky, but not so scary. I don't know. Got to do it this week. He's got, I mean, he's got, he's shown upside recently, uh, the, uh, the seventh at three M open. We didn't see him when we were there, but. Um, Quagnus, I got a question for you. Yeah. Are you into this new segment that we've started? Because we've got this new ch- YouTube channel. I'd really appreciate it if the people that aren't watching, there's no one watching, could like and subscribe. Because we need those subscriptions or else we're not doing this for any reason other than to get subscriptions. Or to talk oh, about the- our names. Good will be bad. Bad will be good. Yeah, yeah. Good will could be bad at some point and you'll be shocked and you'll wonder how that happened. And here are the five good names that I think could want. Someone's going to get bad all of a sudden. Is it going to be Rory, Tom Fleetwood, Brian Harmon, Tom Kim, or JT Poston? So those are your five good. Which one will be bad? If I were to guess, well, we were told that JT Poston was going to be bad last week, and he wasn't. Who who said that? Who came on? Was it John? I I can't remember. Uh, uh, No, no. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, it was Joe I. It was our guest. Hey, yeah, if you like right. us having guests on, leave a comment below or let us know. So we'll put we'll bring some more guests on. It's fun to break up this monotonous. Pod. Joe thought Poston would be bad. No, he bet Poston and bet him to miss the cut. So yeah. that's the best way to do it is to, to bet him to miss the cut and to bet him to win. So that either way, you're gonna be right. Uh I, I think I think let's let's take posting out of the mix uh i, okay. I think i think it's probably rory even though he rakes yeah. n- number one in my model <laughs> i 
I'm yeah, no, no. Play. I think I agree. Like 11 5 for Rory seems risky because he's kind of sometimes shows up, but he's using a different putter this week. You got Scotty and Rory using different putters. That could help him. I'm a little bit worried about Tom Kim's ankle. Right. But that could be just something stupid because he's a young guy. So then my vote it might be for Brian Harmon. How could he perform as good as he did? His putter will calm down. Bertie Brian is going to suck this week. Oh yeah, for sure. Actually, yeah, that is that is the that that is the the good that would be bad is okay. Uh, now bad. I've got the other way around. How, how it's just golf, right? Just swing the club back and forth. Figure it out. You'll, these people, someone will find it on the range. You got the bad who will be good. Jordan Spieth's been bad. Sahith's missed some cuts. Jo- Justin Rose is not himself. Adam Hadwin is bad again. Montgomery. Do you like that Montgomery? I like the name Montgomery. Yes, I do. Okay, so he's 6,100, and he will be bad again probably. But who, which one of these five bad will end up being good? Do you think Spieth? God, who's popping out of this? Out of this, isn't you know, this a I, group of terrible names? And you know, one of these names is going to perform, and we're gonna we're gonna just be like, God, how does this happen? Sahith. It's gotta it's gotta be Sahith, just mm-hmm. because of the fact that you guys you guys were like all of a sudden just Sahith. He never misses a cut. We don't know why. We don't know what he does good, and then all of a sudden, miscuts cuts and miscuts cuts and bad things happen. <laughs> yeah. Because it's golf, so yeah, uh, good will be bad, and so maybe bad will end up being good. So he, so Heath will maybe have found it, but I think Justin Rose at seventy two hundred dollars that feels really fair, and that could be somebody that's like, oh, it's the playoffs. Okay, I'm in. I get four four rounds guaranteed. I'm I'm not going to quit. So yeah, I'm yeah. into the uh, I'm into that dude. I think okay. it's I think I think the most important. Uh, I think the most important thing to find out is is to avoid that that good player that everybody's going to be on that's going to be bad. I yeah. think I think trying to you know trying to pick these bad players that are going to be good is just that's that's where you're rolling dice here at this point. Like we don't know good who point. The fuck knows, but but it is a great segment by the way. So oh well, thanks. Right. Well good. Okay, so Quagnus. Now uh, we're back here on the DraftKings screen. You're on YouTube. We can see the screen. You can follow us on iTunes or Spotify as well if you're trying to get into your car walk away from your computer or not have to watch it on video. It is available in the audio form. Fantasy Golf Pod can be searched on those platforms. Where are you going to – you said Scheffler's where you're clicking the first click. Did so, you go to the Free Square Hatton for your next name? I did not, actually. I, I, I don't know why, but I went to Hovland because he just hmm. he just does things. I have nothing to back it up, statistically speaking. He, <laughs> what does he come at in my model? He is 23rd. Because he hasn't played well at this course, but he's tenth in strokes gained total in the last twenty four runs. I just went hovel. I just I, I made my first lineup. So now, how much do I have left? Sixty nine twenty five. You're running out of money if you do a twelve thousand and pair it with a ten thousand. Well, okay. So go to two two of the free squares that you mentioned, Eric Cole and JT Poston. Okay, click it in Poston at seventy three hundred dollars. That jets you right down to sixty eight hundred. But if you click sixty nine hundred dollar Cole. You got sixty-seven fifty for your final two spots, and then another—I I thought a, a misprice that occurred. I don't know if I'd call it a free square, but I thought a misprice was Emiliano Grillo at seven. Oh, I definitely almost used him. Yeah. Yep. So seventy-one hundred dollars for Grillo is a great price because he's playing so well. Another name that the public doesn't know until it's too late, and then the public starts picking it up, and then they suck. So this is what happens every single time. F- find the Grillo. Before he becomes the McCarthy. Right. Yeah. 
So he's Griot at 71. So click it. Okay. Next, 64 left. Did that mean you used my free square Putnam? Or did you go to your guy, Hoagie? Hoagie, I like the 20th finish that he had at, uh, somewhat close to Fargo down in Minneapolis. That's a good sign that he's, you know, get, maybe getting out of a slump. I looked at the stats and, and it wasn't. Nothing popped to me that that was concerning. Like when when it comes to maybe he putted too well, I putted pretty good, but that's all right. This is good. Uh, he made the tour championship last year. I read, so I'm sure he's yearning. You know, we got to take into consideration stuff that we don't have stats on, like the amount of yearning that some of these guys have. They yearn. They yeah, want. He's, he's had. He's played here. He's bad at playing here. Yeah. He's bad at playing at this course, too. He's miscut last year, and then last miscut. time. Miscut? That's what I'm reading. Well, how did and he then, miss the cut if there's no cut? Well, this was not. This was a top 130 last year, my friend, I think. Oh, was it? Either way, you should play. Oh, yeah, Putnam. you're right. What the fuck? And Putnam had a fifth here last year and had a second here in 2018. Meanwhile, All right, maybe I'll use Putnam. Fuck missing the cut every time. I'm trying to help you, not hurt you. I know. We're trying to help people out there. This show is our sarcastic, lame show. We tell you it's roulette. We say 1-800-GAMBLER, play for low stakes. But at the same time, we're, you know, we kind of know what we're doing sometimes, right? Yeah. Like, if you're trying to play a cash game this week, you're in the top 12 and you're trying to advance the top six, make it to the next week, you pepper the 8K range. And that's what I'm going to do with my league lineup. I'm going with Max Homa as the most expensive name I'm using. I'm clicking the free square, Wyndham Clark. I'm going with Cam Young, Sam Bird, Sung J.M. And I'm going to just do Decky because I don't care. It's 8,400. Nice. So there's my league lineup potentially, but I really did that. I liked that lineup that I made with uh, the 73s and the Fleetwood Hatton start. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of into that because this is kind of the pussiest way to make a lineup. It really is. I don't like the way Im's playing lately. He did do well. Okay. You know, of course he likes last week, but then, and Hideki missed the cut last week. And then Homa, I'm not totally sold on this year. And then Cam Young, like he hasn't been that awful or he's been a little bit awful. So I like kind of did you like that. Use that. Uh, you should use that. No, use the original. The one. That, don't erase all that. I want you to use that in league. <laughs> yeah, you like that one. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. You know, if it was a cut event potentially that I needed to advance next week, and I wanted to pepper the AK range because I needed those guys to just make it through the cut, that's maybe why you would do that. But this week with no cut, it's a strategy to potentially just go into the six K range and love it. Um, we do each week, we allow people to access this discord channel. Have you heard of our disc? Uh, are you ever in our discord? Quagna? I, it's been a while since I've, I well, you turn the notifications off. Yeah. Well, you can find this ownership projection spreadsheet that I calculate the ownership on each week. I do some math <clears throat> right now. Uh, I don't really have the best information, it's a little bit strange, too, because of the fact that it's a 70-man um, event. What was I going to say? You're I had a little granting thought. access to uh, ownership because it's a hard... Oh, oh no, I, I had this rant written down that people are bad at projecting ownership. Have you heard about this? I have. This is something I have now studied for over 24 months. I did a show each week. I produced a show. 
go look at our old YouTube channel. You can see every Wednesday morning for about two years presented by our friends at FanshareSports.com. I calculated, I tracked, I then went and looked back, I posted, I learned things. I learned that it cannot be predicted. You know why, Quagnus? Because people pivot off the projections. It's really frustrating because, oh, well, that guy's that way, or it looks like that guy's going to be that way. Well, then I can't do that, so then I have to change. And all the sharpest players, they look at the last second, and then they make changes, and things happen, like Substrock gets 24% because everyone thinks he's going to be at 16. So it happens. And so, therefore, you cannot really use these as gold. The best people... The ones that I used to have the most respect for, the ones that were the closest to calculating the ownership earlier this season, they're bad now, or they're wrong every once in a while. That I and they don't, they make, they put out numbers that I just, I'm wondering where they came up with that, and then they're awful. Like last week, I knew that Denny McCarthy was going to be massively owned in my brain, my beer gut brain. I thought he'd be over thirty percent, but everyone's like, no, it'll be like more like twenty four. He'll be the same as Henley. I'm like, okay, well, if I can get him at 24, same as Henley, let's click that name. And then guess what? He turns out 34. Henley turns out 24. And guess who was better? The dude at 24. So it's just like a real fun game we're playing here each week. The people that are bad at it are getting better at it. And then, therefore, the projections are getting even more harder to predict. What does this tell you? It tells you that you shouldn't even care. Just play who you want. You're going to know in your brain that Denny McCarthy is a good price. And then you just got to debate whether or not that's worthy of one of the six roster spots in your six-man parlay. Insight like this each and every week on Wednesday afternoons on the like and subscribe so you can get back here and do this again. Fantasy Golf Pod Live YouTube channel. It's called the Fantasy Golf Pod Live. Fantasy Golf Pod. On Twitter as well. Follow us there. Too bad Josh couldn't be here today, but I got to get going. I got to go pick up my son from basketball. Nice. Thanks for being here. BK, I I didn't see him. Hey, BK, you know what? I'm not the producer of the program. That's Josh Bennett. He's not here. He wasn't informing me that you were here. Uh, Duh, it's a new channel. I told you about that. I I was on his show last week, and I told him that we have a new channel. (laughs) So he needs to subscribe. I'll go see if he subscribed, Brian. Did you subscribe? I did. Yes, I did. Oh, okay, good. I said that at the beginning of the... the I don't know. I don't believe you. I didn't see you. (laughs) Because my, my thing's private. Oh, good. Okay. Well, the winners of the giveaway, come and contact me and get your $16.66. Have a great day.